This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hello and welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim. This is a podcast where we use a random topic generator to dictate the direction of our conversation. I'm one of your hosts and my name is Vincenzo. (laughs) I don't know where to go with that. Um, I feel like we're in a cheesy infomercial maybe, Like like for like a bro product, like... You, you need one of these to bag as many chicks as you can. What am I? So I, what, what am I selling though? Like what? Well, no, I don't know. This is my I co-host. His name's Drew. He's a great guy. Hey, sorry. I should introduce myself. <laughs> yes, I am Drewski. I've, I'm the producer of this uh, bro, Im, bro, bro infomercial. In, in, in bro-mercial. Um, infomercial. Is it like a... Are we going dark here? Like, is it like a? Is it like an ad for like a date rape type of drug? Like, you I mean, need Ruflin. You're gonna get so many chicks. Just don't get caught, or else <laughs> it's a felony. Yeah. <laughs> or else you'll spend your lifetime in prison getting raped by a bigger guy. <laughs> <laughs> or else you'll spend the le- rest of your life in prison staring at the roof. It's Ruflin. <laughs> Straight, truth, roof. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, that's if that's if that's what I'm selling. That's going to be a product that's sold exclusively on the dark web. Obviously, I'm not selling that shit on late night TV because it's late night. Maybe it's late night TV on the dark web. It's late, late, yeah. It's late night, and it's exclusively marketed to frat houses. Like only if you have a cable subscription in a frat house. That's the only place you can get that ad. You know, you know that commercial that comes up after my uh, late night uh, date rape drug ad is uh, it's a an ad selling uh, a lot of assortments of passwords to various websites uh, <laughs> of your choosing. You know, Sony, yeah, yeah. Amazon. Call now. We only have one more social security number left to give away. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like it's like that that ad, and then the next ad is like an ad for women to avoid Ruflin. Like <laughs> this, this, put this in your drink, and your drink turns pink if there's if it's been roofied. So you're just like selling date rape drugs, and then you're also selling the counter product. It'd be perfect. It's a business idea. I'm not sure uh, if it would do well, but it's a business idea. It's a business idea. Yeah, I don't really. I don't. I'll be honest. Like. Don't want to be put in the same category as Bill Cosby. I just don't. Yeah, no, it's probably a good idea to stay away from the whole Cosby. Uh, yeah, the whole Cosby thing. Uh, people look at me in a positive light naturally because I'm Australian. This automatically puts me <laughs> in, in a less uh, positive. Automatically, light. you've been Cosbyfied if you try to sell this drug. God, Cosbyfied. What if it was just like a deep fake Cosby? On the dark web, selling. Oh my god, selling friggin' what'd you call it? Rufinos? I don't know. 
I don't know. Roofies. Uh, that's a scary premise, though. I've, I mean, I, I guess as a guy, I've never been put in that position. But, like, I couldn't imagine, like, in the days when I even went to a club, which is when I basically turned 18, I remember going to a club, like, you know, a handful of times into my early 20s. I couldn't even begin to imagine being put in that situation of, of uh, how scary that is, like, to worry about that. Yep, that's just one of the things with a penis that you don't really have to worry about. Um, you you know, though, that, and obviously, this is not as prevalent as women being raped, um, but one in ten men in college get raped. Did you know that? Do they? I swear to God. <laughs> no, I believe you. I know. I'm just saying. I swear that. to God. I, I know this because they make you take, like, how to identify a rapist, and then, like... They always only have just, like, one slide at the end on, like, male statistics. But, yeah, one in ten. You think it's just, like... I mean, I don't, I don't know. What, what what guy is this? You think it's just, like, the nerdy, awkward guy who, like, gets in a situation with a girl and she thinks that he's into it and he's a little bit drunk and he gets put in a position that he does, he's uncomfortable but he doesn't... He can't back out. It's like, yep, I'm, I'm a rape victim. Yep, I got raped. Hey, sometimes there's alpha females out there, too. They're just trying to... You know, hop on a you know hop on a stick and ride that bad boy till the sun, <laughs> till the sun shines. Um, um, you know, the only place this is flipped, this statistic is flipped. Russia, uh, Russia or Scandinavia, maybe I don't know. Do, do, like <laughs> men just get raped all the time. Just like, no, I don't know. I'm just throwing countries under the bus here, just thinking well, about maybe what's the, more it, uh, alpha females that are yeah, it's flipping it's the like scales. The Maori or. Um, like the the Asian Pacific islands often have like a flipped it's it's more of a matriarchy than a patriarchy like the women run the shit so maybe men get raped more in those types of places where women it's sexy to be a strong big heavy hottie you know <laughs> whoa, whoa 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 it's sexy to be a a strong did you say strong heavy hottie heavy hottie yeah Heavy hottie. <laughs> HH, dude. Heavy dude, hottie. The Watch HH out. is, bro. Watch out. Heavy hotties are coming for you, bro. Yeah. Uh, all right. That was uh, fun. Let's, let's, uh, let's have a chat about some beautiful products from Australia. Can we, can we get on that? I think we can. Yeah. Okay. Tell me. Okay. Established in 1992 and based in Brisbane. Bentec is Australia's only manufacturer of the stainless steel tube. The company then takes a tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails, aye, aye, captain, and a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can find all their wonderful products and more at www.bentech.com.au. Bentech.com.au. Ski, ski. <laughs> Thank you, Bentech. Uh, we appreciate thank it. Thank you, Bentech. We appreciate you uh, and your lovely assortment of products. Hope you appreciate my uh, newfound radio slash late night TV. Late, late night dark web. Dark web voice. <laughs> yeah. Been honing it for, for months now. Yeah, like seven whole minutes. It's been great. Um, <laughs> okay, I have the random topic generator. So if you're ready, I'm going to smash it. I'm ready. Smash it. Okay, here we go. 
tonight's random topic that we will be discussing, Vinny and Drew, is love. Love. Love is all you need. Love is all. Love is all you need. You love do a is good. All. You actually, on that note, though, I do like your. Uh, is it who do you, you do a good John Lennon? I feel like or is it Paul McCartney? I've heard you do it. I like oh it. God, uh, what is? Yeah, what is that one? I'm putting um, you on the spot. Oh man, I have done it before. Um, <laughs> I feel like you've done. I, it. I feel think, like you've done it. Before. Hold on, I can't think of it. I have done it before. I just. I, it's been a long time. It's like reaching down in the into the anals of my impression brain um <laughs> it, i feel like it's kind of like you just gotta you just gotta you just gotta bring it out like this man it's paul mccartney you know <laughs> it's just all love is all you need <laughs> you know it's i don't know i just I, I, i've been thinking a lot lately it's just it's a good time i love love what's better than being in love Paul McCartney, I'm part of the Beatles, man. I don't know. I that was that was very on the spot. I I, I don't. Again, it it's just it, it's like um, it's it's like uh, riding a bike. You know, sometimes you got to hop on it and you got to pedal for a while before you remember how to do it. It's true, Drew's. Uh, I feel like all your impressions are like riding a bike. Some of them, I feel like you just in tune with them. Like your Trump <laughs> is in that league. Wrong. Uh, <laughs> Your Trump is in that league. Your Christopher Walken is always in that league. Uh, you know, I feel like you I'm just like a D list impressionist. You I'm know, a like D list <laughs> impressionist. Like, like I've I've watched videos of impression of like people who are actually good at impressions, and I'm always just like so impressed by them. But, you know, but um, those people probably sit in front of a friggin' webcam and record themselves doing it and rewatch videos of celebrities probably full time until they're like. Yeah. confident enough to make a tiktok account and blow it up yeah Vinny, you got you, you have to it's you're not you know it's just now listen it needs to be you need to practice a lot it's christopher <laughs> walken sometimes it's paul mccartney you gotta do this <laughs> man it's 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 trump and it's china okay it's okay. not the best. It's not the worst. It's just China. <laughs> China. China. Um, I'm still president of the United States. It's a fact. I didn't lose. Uh, so anyways, love, love is all you need. Love is all you need. Where, where, what do you think your first impression was? Like at any age, kid, adult, like what was the first time you really felt like you knew what love was? Dig deep. Ooh. When did I first know? What do you think the first thing? Yeah, like, was there, like, it, it could be like, you know, obviously a parent, like, that's obviously a given, but like, was no, there. No, okay. We, at the risk of being super gay, <laughs> I think, I think my first impression of love was and is still like with my best friend. Okay. I, I would say I love my best friend. I would do anything for that guy. I, he's like a brother to me, Jer. Is, if you're listening, I love you, bud. But I think we, Jer, Jer this is is this Jezza? This is Jezza, mate. Jezza, mate. Yeah. Um, I, but I think like looking back on it, um, 
<laughs> let's just put it this way. I was not a lady killer in high school. So there was not any like romantic love going on. Uh, but I would just say that I think, um, yeah, I think I love, I think I loved my best friend. I think Jeremy, Jeremy and I were very close. We lived right around the corner from each other. We hung out all the time. Um, there was a certain point in high school. I remember just sitting down with him. Um, and he actually, uh, he had a, <laughs> I don't think he's gonna, ha- I don't think he's gonna be mad at me for sharing this. He probably doesn't even listen, but there was a time in high school where he had like a legit pregnancy scare and he was like in, we were like sophomore juniors in high school. So we were, we were like young, um, 15, 16. And I remember just, he, like, I, I was the first person he sat down and and came to and like legitimately talked through that with. Um, so yeah, to, to be super gay about it. Uh, I, I would say it was, it was him. It was always him. It, it, it is always going to be him. <laughs> Damn. Jismite. Is that too deep? No, that's not too deep. That's what I wanted. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Yeah, I was just trying to I, think of like... Yeah, I mean, I, like outside of like immediate family, of course you love them. Um, I feel like with your parents, like that's by default. Yeah, a little bit, right? Like, you, like I think you just get this from your parents it's just like uh, you just believe it it's gonna it's like unconditional love you know you have it it's there um and that's comforting and that immediately leads to loving them back and of course there's some biological level of love there too that where like they legitimately feed you and raise you you know yeah i think it's yeah but like i think you said like it's it's biological it's like almost like predetermined to a degree because yeah unless your parents are like friggin' psychopaths right which hey, sometimes sometimes you get a sh- sh- the shit luck of the draw, and you get psychopaths for parents. It happens. It's true. They lock um, you in uh, cupboards in the basement until you're a teenager, and then. You but escape. yeah, that was the first. I, I would say, like looking back on it, I I don't know if I like necessarily realized it at the time, but um, yeah, I would say I would say it's my best friend. That's adorable. Jeez, Jeremy, I just want to meet you now, mate. I hope you're listening. He's well. This this is the this is my buddy. I officiated his wedding recently. Um, he's my best man. So it's it's yeah. We're, we're oh okay, Clementine. You want to join the podcast? Um, so it's it's definitely like we're really close. So um, and we we've always been super close. So he he. Uh, He's a good dude, and and it's one of those you know I always feel like I could go go to him with anything, and um, I'm 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 not super like I I don't know I think there's like this weird masculinity with with dudes where like you know like there's this weird thing where you can't say you love each other and like it's weird to say that you love your best friend or you love your guy friends and stuff, but to me I don't I don't think that's weird at all, and maybe maybe I'm just like slightly gay, and that's fine, but. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Point point two five percent gay. Yeah, maybe you know on the gay spectrum, maybe I'm you know a little bit further than most dudes, but that's okay. On the gay spectrum, maybe you're like a rainbow that's been set in the sun for like a month or something. It's faded, but it's still it's gay. faded, but it's there. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Faded, but gay. 
Uh, I wish I had some adorable story about a best friend. I don't, I definitely had best friends. You know what I think is it's, it's kind of dumb. Like you said, like it's almost predetermined that like, if you have like parents that give a shit about you on, on some scale that you just love them and, and look up to them from such a young age, particularly like, you know, a mother, a, a mom, you know, who is probably, if she's not breastfeeding you, she's bottle feeding you. So you're there and have that immediate <laughs> bond with her. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, Jews crewing up the joke about breastfeeding uh, or lactating or something. Um, you know yeah, what? That's I think, why though? I love you. I, I've, 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 you breastfeed <laughs> I, me. That's why. <laughs> we're breast friends. <laughs> we're bre- <laughs> such a dead joke. Um, yeah, I'm not best friends with you. I'm breast friends. Only because we're yeah, on the scale. We're, bre- like, we're uh, breast yes. friends. <laughs> I knew it was pretty much like breast friends when I had been breastfeeding him and he pulled one of my nipple hairs out of his mouth and he just oh looked up God. at me. Like he, just, <laughs> he just looked up at me with adoring eyes like, oh, but I love you so much. <laughs> um, but you, you know what I think like, what of the childhood loves is that like, I think is such a go-to like the first time a kid, I mean, I don't know if you've seen this in maybe like younger cousins or something, or, or, or you've, you've got young siblings that were probably a lot younger and you remember, but the first time they have sugar or some kind of <laughs> very sweet thing, like some kind of yeah. candy and they just they're grab like, like they, their eyes like light up. You can see their like pupils like increase in size and they're just like, holy f- fuck <laughs> that's not honestly like you I, i've i've watched like compilations of kids and i've seen it happen with my kids but like i honestly think and in, in like i know it's not like as sweet as like a best friend but i honestly think one of the first true loves at least in in my opinion is like the first time they have something like that's just truly amazing it's always something sweet i watched is that uh, just like the is that just like the addiction of sugar that's just like how bad sugar is for you. It's like, oh my god, it's a fucking drug. Well, I, I watched something. I think I want to say it was probably hosted by David Attenborough. It was about like there's a, there's a show about human nature and how the things that like we're predetermined to like and love and and desire. And I guess kids don't like certain vegetables because some vegetables have like higher acidity, more bitterness, and in nature, a lot of things that have some of those like chemical uh, compositions are typically usually like poisonous poisonous yeah whereas like sweet typically isn't uh and that's why kids like will lean towards something versus something else you know something that's more heavily salty or heavily sweet because uh, we're basically it's like we're hardwired to know that those things are probably safe um, but I honestly, I, I do think that, that like, that's one of those, like, I wish I had a sweeter answer. Uh, but I just, I don't, I think my, my answer is I'm selling sugar to a guy who has sugar. diabetes. Sugar. Yeah. I love sugar. I love sugar too. It just does things to me. Um, <laughs> I love sugar too. <laughs> it just rattles my bones. It does stuff to me. Um, all right, walk me walk me through the the first time you knew you loved Jen. Ooh, 
First time I loved Jen. For anybody that doesn't know, that's my wifey. Uh, first time I loved Jen. I I feel like I I I'll probably get castrated, but no, seriously, in the sweet in a sweet way though. I don't remember like the first time I said it to her. It must have been after we met, maybe. Well, Clemmy's going for the the cat pole. Yeah, dude, she's going for the scratch for, for the scratch post real hard right now. Um, I can't. It must have been after the first time we met. I think maybe meeting the second time, but I think the first time I knew, like, in the first time we actually met, like in person, I definitely knew then, like. It, that's one of those hard things. I mean, another p- piece of history for maybe the people that, that don't know is that Jen and I met on the internet and there's definitely like that. The barrier. The, there's the barrier of like, you know, what is this? Is it, you know, is it true love? Is it, is it just like floatiness because we haven't met in person? But I, I, I obviously knew her. I, I liked her a lot. Otherwise I wouldn't have come to meet her. But I think the definitive like feeling was definitely like after the first time I met her. And I and honestly, like probably within the first like two weeks of yeah. meeting her, maybe even the first week of just spending time with her. Well, maybe just uh, like the physical connection cemented what you already had built. Right. On a, on an intellectual level. I Cause that's all you can do when, when you're chatting online, like that's pure personality, you know, like there's nothing so this there, is which go ahead no yeah like this is I, I i had a crappy internet connection in australia and i feel like in australia's internet is like three years behind internet here but they're um, on 3g or on was, 5g over i there. had a better connection yeah basically they're probably not even on 3g they're probably just using like the old school text messages and cellular um i when i i had a better connection calling her through a phone using i would buy these like prepaid phone cards that were like pretty crazy cheap for what they were and it was probably a phone that was calling through the internet or something i don't, I don't really know what it was but uh i used to buy the bejesus out of those to, to talk to her and we would talk daily you know um but I had a webcam. It wasn't really great quality though. But I still remember the first time I actually got here because coming from Australia to America, the trip is like 13 to 14 hours. Obviously, you you sleep a little bit on the plane, but never a lot, never enough. I remember getting off that plane. I feel like we went... I don't know if we went to the hotel first and I got had a shower or then we went and got food or whether we had food first and then went back to the hotel. Um, but we went to this like little breakfast cafe. I remember eating all on my plate and then I think she was so nervous. She hardly ate anything. And I remember eating all of her food too. <laughs> you were just starving and like finish her plate. And then you're like, I but swear dude, I'm yeah. not this fat normally. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Uh, but yeah, it was wild. It's 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 a wild experience to have. It's it's definitely pretty surreal and it's crazy. I mean, that was we met. I mean, we talked on the internet obviously for a bit, and then we met for the first time in two thousand and five and got married in two thousand six. 
basically a year after we met, which is kind of wild. You know, it all happened pretty quick. But look at it, man. Look where we are now. Three beautiful kids. Uh, beautiful family. The beautiful love is family. still strong. Love is still strong. Um, when was the when do you when do you think the first time you knew that you loved uh, Haley? Um, I didn't. I don't think I knew. I don't think I knew what it was. But looking back on it, it definitely was love. It was. It was pre- It was like. Re- I remember just feeling really strongly right away, and it was really quick. Um. I remember maybe like. Maybe. F- Maybe it was like four to six weeks after we had really started hanging out. Um, and, and, um, kind of, I guess dating really. Um, I had, I sat down with one of my buddies at the time we went to like Denny's late night and, um, which we used to do quite a bit, go to Denny's at like midnight and eat food and talk and stuff. And, um, I remember just saying to him, I said these words, I was like, I, and I don't know why I phrase it like this, but I was like, dude, I'm in trouble. Like I'm in trouble in like the best way. Like, you know, like just like I, I, at that point, like I, I looking back on it, I, I knew like that was the real, it was going to be the real deal. Um, and that, I mean, we were 19 at the time, which, so like, that's why I say, I didn't, I didn't really know that that's what it was, but like looking back on it, it for sure was. And I, I knew that she was a really good girl and, um, you know, <laughs> we got along. She was a good really girl. Well. She was a good girl. She was a sweetie pie. Um, I knew she was, she, she was, yeah, she was it. Even, the, even if at that time I didn't know it, like looking back on it, it definitely, it definitely was, was that, um, yeah, was I remember that night. Before really or vividly. after douchebag drew? Oh, this is definitely like during. This is like during douchebag Drew for sure. Like this is peak, <laughs> peak douchery for sure. Maybe that's what she's drawing her in. She's like, "Oh, this guy's fucking edgy as fuck." Yeah, it probably. Honestly, it probably was. She's like, you know, I'm not a smoker, but he, oh, damn, he's just like he's got the he's got the pack of ciggies there. <laughs> <laughs> Something about a bad boy, you know, really gets them. <laughs> Something about a bad boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and then I was definitely—I was the first one to say I love you. I know that for sure. I feel like Jim was the first one to me. Did did you like, uh, from memory? How did you react to that? I don't know if it was like the only child thing. I think I've told you before. Like, I feel like I, I really came out of my shell, like meeting Jen. Cause I don't, I was even, I feel like I was even bad saying that to my parents. Like my mom would always say it to me, but I don't ever really remember saying it to her. And I feel like that really reversed after meeting Jen. Just cause I, I don't know if it was like being around her and her family who, not that my mom was always been like very loving, but, and said it. And so my dad always said it to me as well, but, uh, Oh, I mean, I probably, I, I, I don't remember exactly, but I'm sure I loved it. You know, it's a big thing in a relationship to hear that for the first time. It's huge. Yeah. 
I mean, you said it too, like uh, being 19, like you weren't really sure if you knew what love was. And I, I tend to agree with that. Like for girlfriends that I had before I was, or any, you know, anyway, basically before tw turning 20, I don't remember ever having, you know, I, there was plenty of girlfriends that I liked that I ever remember really being in love, you know? I think that's uh, definitely a different, different, whole different thing. Did you, did, so how did you, like, do you remember how you reacted when she said it? Uh, I'm sure I blushed. <laughs> Vinny got red. I'm sure he I got felt red. a tingle in my dingle. A tingle in your dingle. I'm sure there was a tingle in my dingle. Uh, you just get rock hard. You just get like she's like, I, you know, Vinny. I, you know, I love you. I, I, I do. You, you're one of my favorite people. I love your humor. You make me feel warm and fuzzy inside. And I just see rainbows and unicorns when I talk to you. And you're just like, I'm hard. I'm just rock hard. And then, you know, she gets thrown off by it and she's like, do you love me? And I'm like, yeah, of course I do. I mean, my penises are very erect. Like, if that doesn't say love, <laughs> like, what does? Um, and then you part ways and the next day you're like, yeah, I'm still erect. It hasn't still, gone I down. I called, I called my doctor. He said, this is sometimes this is like a normal thing when people say I love you for the first time. So I don't yeah, know. He's, he, said, he said if said it lasts longer than 48 hours, I got to check into the hospital. <laughs> He's like, it's definitely on the aggressive side of erections because of someone saying they love you, but it's completely normal. You know, you're a boy in your early 20s. Uh, it's healthy. You know, if your dick goes purple, maybe not so much, but as of right now, everything looks good. You're just in love. It's the joystick of love. That's what's in control down there. The joystick of love. <laughs> you press my buttons, babe. <laughs> What else, what else is like, what's something else in your, in your life that's like you've loved anything? Um, what's something that's like a firm love for you? I mean, not, not on the love, like a love of a significant other, but like, what's something else that's like a love you can't live away. We both have significant others. We love them, love them to bits. Wouldn't trade them for the world. Yeah, I would say um, I don't think you're going to I don't know that you're going to identify with this, but I would say I do love my uh, my Arsenal football club. I love my sports team. Um, I, I mean, I listen, I was like. I, they played at 430 in the morning on Saturday and I stayed up all night. I stayed up oh, online you didn't so wake I could up. watch you them in the morning. You didn't go to bed early to get up. You actually just stayed up. Well, here's the thing. Uh, quick, quick side note. I uh, I got stuck watching Squid Game, and so I all of a sudden I looked up. It was like two thirty or three in the morning, and I was like, Ah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna stay up until four. What's the point of going to sleep here? I'll just stay up until four thirty and watch them. Um, but I do. I like. I I made sure to like watch most games. Um, I definitely have like a, it's a weird, like emotional, like if, if they lose, I'm not in a, I'm not in a great mood. 
Uh, if they win, I'm in a better mood. You know, like it's it's a little bit like emotionally dependent on how they do, but um, I don't know. You know what though? Even though I'm not the biggest sports guy, I understand that deep rooted like love for a sports team. I do because like in the city I'm from in Australia, the biggest game is Australia AFL, Australian Football League, uh, and like that the love for the team is there. I, I mean, we don't. I, I don't think the Aussies get as rowdy as what English people are known to be when it comes to soccer. Or as they say, football, but that deep-rooted love for your team, like going places with your scarf on, you know, the club colors or something. I, I definitely understand that love because I grew up with a family who loved a specific team, and I understand that yeah. like significance of mm-hmm. going to that match and being amongst amongst everybody else who also goes for that team. So. It's still hard for me to say root because we've talked about this, what root means in Australia. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's hard for me to say root for that team because in Australia, that means that you probably have an erection that long lasted longer than a few hours. <laughs> uh, what about you? What about you? I mean, honestly, it's probably pretty obvious. I knew you were going to say something sports related. Uh, for me, it's music. Like music is definitely that love. Like I have music on whenever I'm not doing, you know, if I'm making breakfast in the morning or it, honestly, it's, it's probably sound. Like I go to sleep playing a podcast every night. I can I, I know a lot of people go to sleep with a TV. I, that's just become my like TV. I've never really done the TV thing, but it's always it's always a sound. I don't really play music to go to sleep. I definitely like like people talking, but yeah, it's it's probably music more than anything. I mean, I listen to music. There's no time I don't in the shower, getting ready for work, making breakfast for the kids. I'll be playing something. I've I've seen like I've slowly forced it onto my children too because we have uh, like an Amazon Alexa speaker that we got with our security system that came with it, and. Uh, they say to that because I'll just say you know play classical music or something and all my kids say that now that's cool I feel like classical music is definitely it's not like it's a lost art a little bit especially especially the younger crowd to to appreciate uh, classical music is that's that's awesome I I love music jazz too Oh, jazz, yeah. I just don't think my kids know another genre to say, to be honest, because I always say to it, <laughs> hey, Alexa, play like piano classical or play classical. So I don't know that they'd know. Kitty's worked out how to create a favorites list of songs. Like, so when she likes a song that Alexa plays, she'll be like, add this to my favorites. So cr- oh. Kitty's created this like weird playlist of songs. Uh, and she'll seal ask to play that. And it's got, it's got all kind of random shit in it. It's got like songs from video games. It has like Bohemian Rhapsody. Cause I've shown them that song. Uh, and they love that. They all love that song. Like we crank that whenever we're in the car together, that's a, like a crank song and just like sing along. <laughs> yeah. So you're an audiophile, huh? Yeah. I just, I love, I love music and I know I'm like, nerdy about music to the degree because i like a lot of like i mean not everybody's cup of tea there's definitely i definitely listen to some stranger shit but 
yeah i just i like i have to have music on like almost all the time even just like walking back to my car or something doing something if i have earphones with me they go in yeah and i'll listen to something i like to have that soundtrack you know what i love that about you Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> my I'm blushing. I'm now I'm erect. I don't know what to do. Oh <laughs> um, all right, anything else on love? Nah, you know, I'm it's one of those things like yeah, I like I like you said, it's it's you you don't really know until you know. You know? And there's definitely a point with Jen where I realized I think I, I knew what it was. Yeah. And like you said, it was an erection that lasted longer than a day. <laughs> hey, when you know, you know, you know? When you, when know, you know, you know. Yeah, you know. No. When you know, you know. You got anything for love? No, I'm good. I just know that um, I love hard. I'm a hard lover. Drew does love hard. I'll be honest. As someone who has been a friend of Drew for a few years, when Drew goes in, he goes in hard. You know, I I love hard, and um, I I, <laughs> I love put hard. My, I love long. I put my heart in your hands, and I trust you with it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. Oh man! All right, it, uh, I feel like it's time for how much? It's time. It is done. For how much with your host, the lovely, erect, Vinny. She'll be right. Uh, well, I mean, you might not be right after you have an erection for a long time. Yeah, uh, true. On the topic of erections, how much to do with a nonstop boner for a day? <laughs> Deal with one? Like, you just, you just from literally midnight to... The next, you know, mid- yeah, midnight, let's just say one. so, like 24 hours. Hmm, Did, you know, that, honestly, no, no. that's like uncomfortable. Well, no, I agree. There's probably a point where it's, you know, if it's pretty erect and not like flaccid erect, it's gonna be uh, that can't be fun. It can't, yeah, be you fun. know, you know, when, when like, you know. For, you know so this is what i was thinking when you're like uh like really really hard it's like it, sometimes like all the blood goes right to your penis um you know sometimes sometimes you just get like extra extra hard i don't know it's just like sometimes your boners are like you know, they're like, a, they're still a boner, but like, you know, it's just a boner. And then sometimes they're just like a rock hard boner. Um, if if I had to deal with like a rock hard, like there's nothing doing, you know, like sometimes, sometimes when you have those rock hard, you can't do many of the tricks. It's just too hard. You can't um, do the tricks. You know, like the tuck it, you know, tuck it, tuck it down, tuck, tuck it up trick. You know, like tuck it into your waistband, tuck it. Oh, you, you know. mean like when you're out in a public place and you've got some erratic surprise like boner. Your pants, your pants start rubbing you the right way. You know, there's some tricks to. <laughs> you know what, boner? I feel like a lot of guys, I don't know. I definitely have had this and I don't know if you've had this, but you've had a travel boner. A travel boner, like in the, when you're like flying? 
Uh, it could be flying. I, I, I feel like I've experienced more in like a car or a bus. And it's not out of like a sexual, <laughs> a sexualness. Like it's not like I'm aroused by like the motion of the car. I'm like, oh, this car's kind of vibrating just right. Uh, it's not like that at all. It's just, it's just like random, erratic, s- spontaneous yeah. erection. We used to call them. Um, we used to call them RBs. You know, like growing up, going through pu- puberty as a boy, you just sometimes you'd pop a boner. Like it just like that's kind of what happens. Your hormones are running for no reason at all. You just you just get hard. Um, we used to call them RBs, random boners, and I you well, know you'd come out of you'd come out of third period, you know, and you'd be like, bro, I had the craziest RB, and the teacher called me up, and I fucking poked her with it. Uh. <laughs> and in this day and age, you get expelled by from brushing up against her with it. Um, yeah, it is. It is. It is an RB. It one hundred percent is. There's no other thing. I just. I feel like there was enough instances in my life where it, I got a random one in a car, and I was like, "Fucking travel boner, dude. Jeez, it's a TB, dude. It's a, t- it's yeah, a TB. It's, a TV, dude. it's, it's, yeah, a, it's an RB, no, it's, but it's a TB if you know what I mean." Yeah, sometimes it's just inexplicable boners. Um, it's EBs, dude. Yeah. Um, to do that for twenty four hours. Um, I would take, uh, give me $300. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, is let's, that- let's, let's, let, no, let's some clear, a clear expectation. There's no medical side effects of, of this. It's not like you're going to have to get your penis amputated or anything. Nothing severe as that. There's no medical procedure that's going to happen to relieve it. It's just magically quite erect for a period of 24 hours. And there could be some discomfort that comes with it. Like Drew said, a uh, a boner is a lot of blood rushing to your man meat, uh, and, and you have to deal with it for twenty four hours. Three hundred dollars is good. I I was thinking I don't know what I was thinking to be honest. I'm thinking I, I, I honestly don't know what price I was thinking. I felt like you I felt like you were going to be higher. So I'm pleasantly and surprised. And now that I've gone, now that I've gotten lower, you're gonna have to adjust your. No, I was thinking. No, 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 no. I was. I, I thought you would be high. I honestly thought like maybe about a grand. I thought you were thinking because I, I, that's what I was thinking. But uh, I, I feel like three hundred seems fair. I'm I'm probably leaning more towards five hundred. Yeah, that, that those are both fair prices. I think three hundred is definitely on the low side for Drewski, but you know, listen, I work from home. Um, I'm sitting down most of the day. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not in public a ton, so I I could just you know be naked and be uh, you know just like completely um, unhithered by my 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 random boner. Um, we've all paid with boner, so we've all paid with an erection. So uh, a whole ah, day of pissing with isn't an that erection. the worst? It is the yeah. It's not a. It's not you know that morning pee where it's just it feels great just to get it all out, but doing with an erection is definitely a challenge. Yeah, and and um, what do you do? You say would you say the whole morning erection is that a often occurrence for you? Is it fifty fifty? Like how often is Vincenzo waking up with a hearty? <laughs> no. Um, 
know. Okay. <laughs> How often is Vinny waking up? The question. No, I, no, I don't know. I mean, I would say, yeah, I guess 50-50. I feel like I'm pretty healthy. I don't know. I feel like all, all those things are still working for me. I, I know I turned yeah. 40 this year, but uh, I feel Listen, like I, I, I'm still it, in good it's health. Become, it's become such like, I feel like that's become such like a, of a, like a daily occurrence to, for most dudes where it's just like, I couldn't even tell you how often I wake up with a boner. Like it's, just, you know, it's just like kind of part of your daily life. It's true. It's true. RBs, TBs, MBs. Morning bees. Uh, yeah, exactly. Morning bees, yeah. MBs, you know, it's just, uh, it's something as a dude you have to deal with. And I'm excited to have those conversations with my boys. Are you excited? Well, I think it's funny, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm of the parent where... There's no real like big taboos, like at least for the way and how open I am as a person and Jenna and I are as parents. I think like I'm excited to have those conversations and I, I will like ride, I will like enjoy the awkwardness that might come with them, but hopefully there's lots <laughs> yeah, of giggles you, you, too. You love the awkwardness, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. And I, I hopefully there's like lots of giggles too. Like I want it to be funny for them too, like because boners can be kind of funny too. Yeah, it's a fu- it's a funny thing. It's a funny word. It's a funny thing to deal with, you know. And if you have a penis as small as me, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, all right, that was how much with your host. It is Mr. Vinny. Hey, erections and love. Erections. They go. Listen, they we go had to. Hand. Yeah. It, honestly, like we we got really deep with the random topic, so we had to go like really goofy you know, middle-aged humor with the, with the, how much it's just kind of, it's kind of how the podcast works. Okay. So it's true. All right, everybody, uh, go to our Instagram page at without definite podcast, and you can find our, uh, our podcast pretty much anywhere. Apple podcasts, Google play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon music. Um, throw, so give us a subscription, uh, rate, maybe, maybe write a little diddly on, on the review section, a little diddly about how much you enjoy our podcast. We would appreciate it. Yeah. Do that. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.